that friend that lights you up? The friend you leave dinner with energized, empowered, and more often than not tipsy from two drinks? We're those friends. And this podcast is so that dinner. It's Jill Vanek and Kate Connolly. And we're your go-to girls. It's the go-to girls, Kate and Jill. Hello. Also, you just said Kate and Jill, and I need you to try again. Should I say Jill and Kate? Yeah. Dumbass. Do you think that flows? Yes. Try again. It's the go-to girls with Jill and Kate. Hey, guys. That was my Delilah voice. Okay, guys, we are like literally screeching. We're so excited about today. We have Reagan Tilton on the pod. Literally, we're obsessed with her. Reagan, hey. Hi, guys. (gasps) First of all, Reagan, you're like the mayoress of Philadelphia. Every single person in the city knows you. No, like it's honestly so bizarre. Did I, I think I might have, I might know Reagan before I met you, Joe. Now that I, I think. Yes, about. I think, and maybe even same. I, again, you are an institution in the city. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, well, I know this girl, like my, one of my friends and clients, Reagan, the <laughs> Reagan. I'm like, okay, Jesus. I was just chasing around mega former machines around the city. 100. And the other thing is that like, there aren't many Reagans. Do you know what I'm saying? Exactly. It is. It's a clutch name, but like Reagan is like, remember the last time I saw you, it was like 7 a.m. on a Saturday. I was walking to Kate's workout and you were riding a bike, just like bebopping around, riding to berries. <laughs> yeah. Like, like that is you, you pop up, you're all over the city. But I, I love it. We're the only two women at 7.30 in the morning on Saturday, like in our workout clothes, going to a class. Us and construction workers. Wait, before, this is a hysterical story before we get crazy. So, um, one of my girlfriends was visiting, former teammate visiting Philadelphia area, right? She is supposed to come to my flywheel class 7 a.m. on a Saturday. Loses her phone. Maybe she was drinking involved. Has no idea where flywheel is, right? Okay. She decides she's at a hotel, like I think maybe like the Marriott on Broad, something like that. She's like, I'm just going to follow someone in leggings. The only women, you're right, Reagan, the only people up at 7 o'clock in the morning on Saturday are women going to fitness, Okay hashtag women so she goes up to a stranger and she's like do you know where flywheel is and she's like yeah i'm on my way <laughs> no it truly is it's construction workers and us we're we're losing our mind so literally have a million questions but we're going to do a little intro so reagan for those of you who don't know her which is like two of you she is an intuitive who's seen by clients in person and virtually or she sees clients both she does a little Zoom action. She does in real life. Uh, both Kate and I have seen her in real life, and it's exceptional. Um, she uses her gift of mediumship to deliver messages to her clients through Reiki, tarot, and astrology to help them find the clarity and confidence to live their best lives. And you're speaking to two clients. Like, I've had my birth yes. chart read, and it blew my mind. I did Reiki and then tarot. Yeah. 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 You are just... A jack of and, all And what we have to do, what's really important before we get into the deep dive and Reagan will tell us her full, full story, just so you and all know, if you're listening out there and you're like, eh, is this some woo shit? I go to Reagan. I had met James a week prior. She flips a couple cards around. We're at a, a bar, mm-hmm. a favorite of Jill's. And um, I remember there was a sword card. No clue what it was, but you turned to me and you go, this is your person. And I was like, Reagan, I think it is. And we're married now. So if you're out there being like, I don't know if it's true, listen up, everyone. Turn the volume all the way. And I won't say yes unless it's a yes. Which is Fact. what we love about you. You like tell it like it is mm-hmm. in terms of readings, everything else. So, all right, get us started from here to there. I know for a fact, and I love how candid you are about this, like you quit your corporate job yes. pretty recently, like right before COVID yeah. or right around COVID, right? And you now do this full time. Like take us on that journey. So We're sick of the BS. Right. And like, when did this start? When did you realize you were 
beyond special? Uh, well, thank you. I, um, so I always was really intuitive and I was always kind of a little nervous too. Um, a little bit of anxiety, a lot of like, a lot of, I had a lot of feelings, a little girl with a lot of feelings. And, um, I kind of like put them aside because it wasn't normal to be like that. Or I was always like, I, I, found out I have ADHD. So, I mean, at 40 years old. So again, that's also a person who's like really perceptive. I'm very observant. So for years, I kind of like decided, all right, that's not normal. So like try and be like normal people. And so I did the normal thing and I got married and I worked a job. And and then at 30, I left my ex-husband and I kind Wait, of- where was this all? In Philadelphia? It, right outside. I grew up in Collingswood, New Jersey, which okay. is in, in South Jersey. And um, around, I left my ex-husband around 30. And then for like four years, I kind of like utilized sex and drugs and drinking and to kind of like numb or like medicate like all these different feelings that I had. And around like 34, I got sick of my own shit. And I was like, and it's not just like taking one class or it's not, wasn't like, you know, being like, oh, I'm going to go like go to a therapist. It was literally like, what do I need to do? And like, what are small steps I can do? So I started doing yoga and meditation. Um, and that led me to being like, all right, I need more. Like there's something else more. Um, there's something different. I don't want to lead an ordinary life. And so someone had suggested me Reiki. And so I started, I don't even know what it was. And I started doing Reiki within four months. I started reading cards and then I professionally read cards, I think like in 2016 and in like April. And then I never stopped from then. I remember having like two clients a month and I was like, Ooh, an extra 50 bucks. And then it started to be like 10 clients a month. And then it started to be like tarot parties. And then it started to be, I finished my Reiki mastership. And so um, a Reiki master. I don't even know. Can we take a, a pause and yeah. explain Reiki? Yeah. Reiki. So Reiki is a Japanese technique, which even if you go to Japan and ask them about Reiki, they won't really say much about it. Cause it, it's something that was, um, about, it's about a hundred years old. Um, but it's like, you know, it's hands-on healing. So like Jesus did it, you know, it's like, when, you know, he did, but not really, you know, but it's one of those things where it's like, it's hands-on healing and it's, um, non-manipulative, non-diagnostic, um, healing touch. And so it moves, you know, stuck energy through my hand chakras with your own chakras, which there's more than just seven of them. Um, and you move the energy through people's bodies. Which I found out about Reiki. So when I worked at Sloan Kettering, <clears throat> big cancer center, center in New York, we had an entire department like alternative medicine and Reagan, the amount of patients who benefited from Reiki, like I've been a believer ever since, like just the calmness and just the energy and just while all of this other massive shit is going on, like it just, you could see the difference. That's sick. I didn't know that. I remember the first time I did Reiki with you, I was like kicking you. Like describe that, like describe the experience to a listener who hasn't even had a Reiki session. Okay. So Reiki, when I give a Reiki session, I usually start at their head, depending on like sometimes if they have something that they're specifically zoning in on, I might start like um, at a different part of their body, but almost always at their head. Um, your mind will race for at least like, you know, one to three minutes and people mind, they're like, I can't turn my mind. And, and I tell them that you're not going to be able to shut your mind off. And then one day, like one second, it just like dips out. And then you're just like, you feel like you're floating or you can feel pulsations. You can feel heat. You can feel energy. Sometimes you can, you, you might flinch. You might forget where you are. Um, I've never had anyone have a bad experience in seven years of doing it. Everyone always feels very peaceful after it. Um, it's, it's like a really good sleep, you know, but even though you might be like half awake, you're more in like a kind of like a dreamlike state. Some people have like, I don't want to say hallucinations, but like kind of like psychedelic experiences, see colors. Um, and it, again, like at the end of the day, there's a lot of studies on it that say it's real. You know, it is. I believe it is. I know it is. It's completely changed my life. I feel very clear. I feel a lot of things. I feel a lot more things than I would normally would had I not have all this Reiki inside of me. Um, but it definitely makes it makes me feel clearer. It makes me have a lot more clarity in my life, which is the same, same thing, but like 
calmer, less anxiety, um, able to easily identify what's going on in my life versus feeling like I'm stuck of 41 years of stuck energy. Now, is Reiki only a service you do in person, right? We don't do Reiki on Zoom or we We, do? I do distance Reiki too. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like that was the catalyst for like the divorce and leaving your job like or just one of the steps that sort of brought you to this place? I honestly think like, and this is like not to sound like morbid, or, I, I, I think I could have like ended up like dying or like whatever if I kept not like, this is finding God, you know what I mean? Or whatever you call God, the universe, spirit, you know, like my higher self, like I was looking everywhere for it. Like, is this, is it in my, is it in marriage? Is it in making a lot of money? Is it in uh, friendships? It isn't like, I was looking everywhere but myself. And I think it brought me back to myself. And the one thing I love, and, and we will get here, but Reagan is the queen of you do this thing on social media, which I'm obsessed with. So you will every once in a while, right? You will pull a card. You'll do a tarot card reading and you say, you know, there are certain rules, but anyone can ask me a question. Yeah. And it just fascinates me, Reagan, that you can just tell, and I'd love your take on this. Like people want an answer. They want connection. They're like, I love how a lot of times you're like, look within. It's with, you already know the answer. Like, what do you think people love that? social media aspect or why do you think people come to you for that? I think because there's, I talked about this today with a client, like there's so many people who forget that like the answers are within themselves or they're, you know, crowd crowdsourcing and looking for different areas. And it truly like the, the gifts that I do is always about like returning it back to yourself. Like I'm always there to return themselves back to themselves and know like, you know, the answer. And this is how I do it with people. Cause sometimes it's really hard to tell them that I'll be like, pretend like the God that we know, you know, when we're younger, like it's a man on a cloud, whatever, even if you weren't like Christian, you know, like it's God's a man on a cloud. Imagine he's sitting next to you. What would he, if you asked him a question, what would he tell you? And the answer is usually what their higher self wants to tell them. Like, is this, is this the right relationship for you? And what would God say to you if you jumped off a cloud and sat next to you? And you'd be like, he'd be like, no, it's not like, I don't want you to be in pain. I don't want you to cry every day. Right. And especially in, and I think like younger, like me in my early twenties and you're in these relationships that just aren't the right one. And you know, and you don't want to ask the question yourself because you'll be like, oh, I don't want that higher person to tell me, I know I shouldn't be in this relationship because I'm just doing it yeah. anyway, you yeah. know? Yeah. So I just ask them to like, and then whatever you want to say, God, universe, higher self, whatever it is, like start to check in with that person. It's like someone inside, outside of you kind of in that way. It's, it's just so interesting what you do. So take us back where you're finding yourself. You're like truly sex, drugs, rock and roll. We're going to all of those facets and you're like, it's not working. It's not working. And the yoga, the meditation, like finding yourself this way, it just seems like it opened up a cascade of events though. Yeah, it did. I mean, it returned me back to myself. It made me believe in something bigger than, you know, the material world. Um, Yoga was really great because it was an hour and a half on the mat and you're barefoot and you're moving your body. And, you know, it was like you made with all this body and these joints and these and the arms and legs. And you're so grateful for having a body to be able to do stuff. It's like there's such a connection between like why you're here and also like it's not just to like think all day about things or ponder or overthink. It's about movement. It's about like using everything that you were given. Like you weren't given this body and this mind and this heart and this soul and all these different things to not do stuff. And so yoga brought me back to my, cause my brain was always thinking, 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 thinking. And then yoga brought me back to myself and the meditation really helped me, you know, clear my mind. And then I was like, wow, I'm, I'm a, I'm a pretty okay person. Does it, your, is your family like, who is Reagan? 
No, I've always, I, you've always been like this. My parents, I, I asked them at Christmas time. I'm like, you know, cause we're working through some other stuff on my own. I'm like, what's wrong with me? Like really what's wrong with me? And they were like, you were the best kid ever. You were the sweetest, kindest. And when your brother would be upset, you would be upset and you would cry and you loved him so much. And all your report cards are like, we could pull them out. They'd be like, Reagan is so pleasant. And for some reason, I don't know why maybe I had this weird vision of myself, but my parents were like, no, you were the best. Like you were kind, you were sweet, you were empathetic, you were shy. I was really shy as a kid. I'm not shy at all. I actually, that's one thing where I decided at like 11 or 13, that's where my Chiron is when it happens. And it was around like being a little bit different and that's astrology. But um, I, I was just going to say, we're going to need to define Chiron. Yeah, Chiron is, <laughs> what are these words? Chiron is like your wound and it happened um, at 13 degrees. So around 11, 12, 13, you would say it happened. And I remember um, it happened in the way of like philosophy in, in this area of philosophy. So for me, it was like, I was a little bit different. And I decided like, and it used to be embarrassing that I was like different or like wanted to talk about different things. And I decided that day I would never get embarrassed again. I hated when my face would get red. I hated being embarrassed. And I made a pact to myself, like, don't get embarrassed. Like just own who you are. And I never like, that's when I stopped being shy around like 13. And truly Reagan, like you are one of the most, I feel like self-aware self-confident people I know. It's it's truly, it is so not fake. It's like, I want to bottle that up. Do you know what I mean? So it's so interesting that you like looked in, you're like, I'm not going to be like this anymore. I'm going to fully accept and love who I am, even from that age. Do you catch yourself now like ever being like, oh, oh I'm embarrassed. And then you're like, nope, I know who I am. Like how, what's in it? What's a tip for those of us who, hundred percent what Jill said. It's like you, when I first met you, I was like, this bitch gives no fucks, but is so nice. Like, how do I give no fucks, but be nice too? Like, do you, you know, those people that give no fucks, but they're assholes. Yeah. You're not that person. It's really weird. We've got to figure out how to sell what you are, but, um, yeah. What it's like a tip, you know, for a long time it was self-deprecation. And then I realized self-deprecation is real low vibe. So I tried, tried to spin it into like, it's, I love that. it's it being is a able, low vibe. Yeah. It's self-deprecation is a low vibe. And I did it for a really long time. And it was really funny. I, I wanted to be a comedian. Like I, I'm funny. I was, <laughs> I was class kind in high school. Like I was always you really, are. Fun. you're very funny. I am funny. And, but it, but it came from a very self-deprecating place. And so for a little bit, I wasn't funny. It's like this, you have to calibrate. So for, I was really self-deprecating and really funny. And then I decided to like love my myself. And my funny kind of went away for a little bit for like a year or two. While I got a little serious about like myself. And then you find a happy medium. Like you go from like one extreme to the next extreme. And it's like, I, I quit drinking for a whole entire year because I was a like big partier, big drinker, big, you know, binge drinker. And then I went to no drinking. Well, you know, the answer is a glass of wine every once in a while, you know? So for me, it was like really self-deprecating, really hard on myself, but really funny. And then I was like really soft and really sweet and like kind of tried to like raise my vibration. And then the answer somewhere in between the, in the middle. Where do you find God or the universe or like, do you believe in signs? How do you sharpen those skills? Like, where do you see quote unquote him? Everywhere, in a blade of grass, in an ant, in in people, in myself, in in everywhere. Like I see God everywhere, and I believe I can have conversations with God whenever I want to, and I can always check in. and And I think it's all, I think God, the universe, whatever you believe in, you can call it whatever you believe. In. I think everything is a sign, but also like I ask for signs. I you know can uh, everything. And the universe, like whatever you believe in, but like the universe is this big mathematical problem too. Like, I mean, there is like, every, you can see ev patterns in everything. You can see uh, finding balance in your life is really about following like energy too. So ener energetically, but I think it's a mix of like this beautiful, magical, spiritual world of God, but also science too. 
Do you find like your clients are obsessed with signs? I am obsessed with signs. Yeah. 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 And like numbers specifically. Absolutely. Angel numbers. You like, yeah. there's like the repeating ones that are like one, 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 two, 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 three, three, three. Yeah. But then there's also ones like I have eight, one, eight, two, two, seven. And like one, one, six are my like besties. And I see them different places and they mean different things for me. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if you remember this, but when my mom passed away mm-hmm. January 11th, 2011, 1-1-1-1-1. So that's like my thing. Yeah. And then the craziest thing, and Jill knows this, my my dad's mom, or my excuse me, my mom's dad passed earlier this year, February. And he was like my father, like my second father, 2-2-2-2. Is that yeah. fucking wild? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's there's something going on. Do you know what I mean? It's, right. Like that's, I have you. to believe. I know. So I think that, you know, some people who don't believe in the numbers or signs like that, for me personally, it's like, it lets me know there's something fucking out there. I don't know what it is. They're here. So there's something there. Well, you don't believe until you believe, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and then when you believe you're like, fuck, I got to do something. Absolutely. Like you're right. Science can only take us so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, it has to be and whether that, I do think a lot of people approach it that it gives us a sense of control in an uncontrollable world. Right. And and we do want to believe in something, but then shit goes down sometimes where it's too, it's too much. It's yeah. too weird not to be something. Yeah. It really is so fascinating. Okay. All right. Take us. You are discovering this whole new world. I love it. Like you are just balls out who you are and I'm obsessed Talk to me, though, about your most recent transition. When did this become a business? When did you become a sole entrepreneur? So um, I had had the same job for 12 years. It was a small business, um, and I didn't like it, and I don't want to mention it, um, but I did not like it. Um, it Not sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, it paid me well enough, and it took care of me when it needed it to take care of me. But I remember being like, I will not be here when I'm 40. Like, I will not be like, this is not my life. And I was always hoping that maybe I'd meet like a guy who would like make me like make moves or changes. You know what I mean? Like, cause I couldn't, I couldn't, really, I didn't really know, figure out what I want. So when I started doing this stuff, I was like, I really like the spiritual stuff. I really like the yoga meditation. I really like the Reiki. So people asked me to do it. And that's honestly, I'm so lucky by chance that people wanted to work with me. Cause I was just doing it honestly for just self-development. I was not doing this to be a business at all. I was like, you know what, if I'm going to work this dumb job, I'm going to find some hobbies that I love. And then when did you see the business potential? When did you see that there were legs? In other this? other people did. Other people were like, I would love to Isn't see you. Funny? And I literally yeah. had a line out the door and I was like, all right, like not really, but like, I really did. Like people, I'm like, I don't know where I can fit you. Like, I don't know where I can see you. I don't even have an office. And like the office happened by a sign and that's a longer story, but that was a complete crazy sign. Um, and so and just like, I just, and whatever people want, I, I can give them. I'm truly like, if you want me to spiritually help you with something, if I can do it, I'll do it. If I can learn it, I'll learn it. Like it, I'm so devoted to, um, to this. So that happened in 2016. I started my business. And then, um, in 2020, I left my job, but I remember saying, this is another sign. I remember sitting, like, you never know when it's really going to happen. And you know, too, like, you don't know the pandemic was going to happen. We didn't know what was going to happen with anything. And so I really just knew, I was like, I'm not going to be here when I'm 40. And like, part of the morbid part of me is, was like, what if I like one day got sick in my 40s, which people get sick in their 40s, even if it's like something like stage one, something, or, you know, some sort of illness or whatever. And I was like, I cannot be sitting in this stupid chair at this stupid job, in this stupid cinder block office, this stupid business park, you know, like if I'm like sick and be like, oh, I just finished my first round of chemo at 47 years old and like coming back to my dumb job. And I was like, I'm just going to live. And so I prayed to God and said, God, what do I do? And God said the same thing. Like, I'll help you if you help yourself. And so in 2020, one day before my 40th birthday, I left one day 
But after like three years of being like, I'm going to be, I'm not going to be here when I'm 40. Like, I'm not going to be like, just like taunting my bosses. It's so easy to just talk. Mm-hmm. Everybody can, and, and, and that with my own business, it's just like, I had these, um, I'm going to do that one day. I'm going to do that one day. And then people don't realize how scary it is to just do it. Mm-hmm. Easier said than done. Yeah. But the universe was like, it, it made itself really, and I'm sure with you starting your business, it made itself really clear. Like I just, I got COVID and my bosses were really mean to me and I just prayed to God and God was like, I love you and I love everything about you. And I created you to be beautiful and amazing and loving and like in the world. And like, I don't want you going out to that stupid office working for other people one day. I want you to sit on my shoulder and tell me that all day long. <laughs> Sir, okay. Talk to us. Let's get down. To I need God to talk to me. In Washington, Washington Square Park is where God talks to me. Okay, I was just literally. All right, let's go. Just Bring gonna the mics. That. We so I know people who do mirror affirmations, yeah. and talk to themselves, but feel like it's another power. Like, where do you go to hear this? Do you light a candle? Do you flip out your journal? Do you put on freaking Fleetwood Mac? Like, it's what do you do? My to hear ba- God? my bathtub and Washington Square Park. But I always say to someone, like, kind of figure, like, it could be a tree that you stand next to. But like, it's for me. But everything, I'm a Virgo rising, so everything's like routine and ritual and like very. So for me, it's like find yourself like some sort of ritual. But for me, it's it's Washington Square Park. Whenever I walk in there. I always get guided um, in great directions for myself and I, I feel open and sometimes I just sit on the bench or just walking through it and um, also like my bathtub like shower meditations or my shower meditations are part of my best you know meditations and or like a bath mm-hmm. what about other people's energies do you feel like you can see an aura about people right, or just do you get sense a vibe? my crazy are you smelling my crazy no i mean i think you guys are great <laughs> and we were all a little crazy right but um there you know i i i'm i can handle anyone's energy because i can fe- feel but there's like there's about seven people in the city who i'm like they're all men. who are they <laughs> i was just gonna, are they all men we've dated because they're, yes they're men that like there's they're males they're like it's weird but it's like a certain two guys like two of them where like i have a lot of clients that have dated them before i'm like oh not that guy again and i'm like shut the th- fuck up yeah but they know but i feel like spirit knows and that people send them like they don't know like and i'll be like i yeah okay so this is this is a good pivot because you know we know client you know what is it called client and, privileges yeah no, you're not going to tell us that you can tell us about it. exactly yeah. but have you ever can you tell us a couple like funny stories, anything that's coming to mind where it's like, oh my God, here comes the schmuck again, or like something triggered in you that you it brought back another client memory? Philly's small. Philly's really small. And um, I know a lot, but I'm, I'm definitely like, there's, I have my eye on a few men that like, I know. And like, it'll be like, there'll be like four people that I've dated, like I'll, I'll, I'll see as clients that have dated. And has Jill dated one? Just no, a yes or no? Oh, no, come on. No. No, no, but Reagan is like my go-to. Like, I'll be like, do you know this person? Or do you? I'm, I love yeah. that. Please, if you're online dating. I was just going to say, you should offer like a service of helping people scroll. Well, the thing for me is like, I make people pay for every one of my services, except for when it's dating. And I'm like, I'll do that for free. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, well, my Lilith is in, um, in Libra, which is a relationship. So Lilith is. I'm a Libra. Hell? Yeah. Well, Lilith is, Lilith is. What is, is a Lilith? Lilith is like a. I don't know if it's even like a star, an astrological point, but it's, um, it's like a, it's a, it's the in charge of the fascination and denial in your life. So it's in Libra and Libra is about relationships. So I'm fascinated with relationships, but I deny them of myself and it's in my second house and the second house is like a worth. So it's like, I, I, I'm, I deny myself relationships. I'm fascinated by them. And I always try and figure out if, is it worth it or not to me? So they, they have relationships have a really heavy price for me. 
Also, little plug, I'm going to plug Reagan. She read my birth chart maybe six months ago. Reagan, it was the wildest experience. I feel like I learned so much about myself. Yeah. It was just very cool. Yeah. Like doing that. I found out I have no earth. Is no. Mercury still in retrograde? Here's what we really need. Until June 3rd. Holy. Oh my God, is that tomorrow? No, no it's Friday. It's coming up. Okay. Friday, yeah. We'll be, we're, we'll okay. be out of Mercury retrograde by the time. It wasn't Mercury drops. retrograde that was ruining us. It was those eclipses that were ruining us. So what does the new Gemini moon mean for us? Oh, that was beautiful. The Gemini moon. Gemini is in charge of being like, cur- Gemini's got a bad rap. Um, but Gemini is- Because they're twins. James is a Gemini. Gemini, Gemini men are hot. Um, and, <laughs> well, and fun and like playful and curious. And but sometimes I'll joke with him, Reagan, and I'll be like, your mean twin is showing. You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, Mr. Gemini, watch out. You know what it is, is Gemini, this is with Gemini. Gemini's aren't, okay. Um, we were talking about Gemini. Um, Gemini is, the thing with Gemini is they're not afraid. You know when like Gemini's are playful. They're like the third sign of the Zodiac wheel. So they're like very youthful. And you know when you're like around a little kid and they'll be like, your nose is big. And you're like, thanks little kid. Like that's Gemini. They're like, they're both, they're gonna be really fun and playful and engaging and great and and childlike. And then they'll also be like, bring up something that's of their curiosity that can be like really hard for someone to like talk about or work through. So they'll communicate anything. They'll say the stuff that other people don't want to say. Okay. So what does this new moon mean for us? So new moon is a time to plant seeds, new beginnings. And this Gemini new moon is really curious, really, play, really playful. So a lot of questions that I was asking with the Gemini new moon um, was about like, what are, not like what, ans- like what answers are you looking for? Like not even just like, oh, what is my love life? But like, what answers are you looking for? And you start to think about like, what am I looking for? Like am I looking at answers to my love life? Am I looking? So it's really not even bringing up like a definitive answer that we're looking for, but more of like, what area are we looking for answers? Is this new moon right now? When does it start? It was, no, it was uh, yesterday. Oh, great. I missed it. It's fine. It lingers. Oh, okay. Uh, um, it was- Damn, Gemini's. It was um, 7.30 yesterday morning, but it's, it's, it's nice. It's fun. We can start to manifest again. Um, you know, it's, it's a good one. It's about communication, about curiosity. What are you curious about? Um, just, it's, it's a good one for us. Okay. Love a new moon situation. All right. So tell us a little bit more, Reagan, about, I know we've touched on it, but what specifically do you offer clients? Like what do the majority of your clients come to you for and what's your favorite thing to do? Oh God. It, 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 you know, it, it, changes month to month. Um, and everyone, there's a pattern, like everyone will come for love and then everyone will come for work. And then like one month it'll be all astrology. And then one month it'll be, you know, 50 Reiki clients. And and then like one month off three Reiki clients, like it changes and it changes like sometimes, and then I get like over something and then I'm like, you know, I get into something and like it, sometimes I'm like, Oh, too much Reiki. But again, it, 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 it goes, it comes in waves. I feel like though that has to do with the seasons too. Yeah, has to, it honestly has to do with like the energy of the universe. Like what are people going through? Like, especially with the tragedy that happened last week, like that starts to, you know, in the pandemic, it starts to, you know, um, rock people's like survival skills and, you know, uh, thinking about their futures and whatever. And so they start to ask different questions and they start to need different things. And so it really is like, it's collective energy and how it affects people. And then that's usually what I kind of get a collection of people that are moving through that and are attracted to my energy. Do you, how much weight are you putting in someone's sign and birth chart? Like, do you meet a Sagittarius and you're like, yep. I know. I kind of want you to be like me and Jill. Like, obviously I'm a Taurus. What are you, Jill? Libra. 
Libra. So tell like, what can you, what can you tell us about ourselves? Well, our sign. So Taurus and Libra are both, um, ruled by the planet Venus. So it's a good mix because very Venetian energy. So everything's like aesthetics is very big to you guys. Holy shit. Aesthetics, beauty, goddess energy, feminine energy. So Venus, the planet of feminine energy, but she's also like hardcore Venus. Like she's not like feminine, like soft. I mean, there's a softness to it, but Venus is a tough, you know, Venus is tough. Um, so for you guys, that's a good mix for both of you. Um, but how much weight? So honestly, there's the big three sun, moon rising. Um, the sun is the 30 day period you're born around. So everyone, you meet other like Tauruses and you're like, yeah, we're so much alike. And then when you get down to the nitty gritty, you're not that much alike, you know, there's different things. Then the moon changes every two, two and a half days. So your moon sign is your emotions. And so that's more like if I'm a Gemini moon, so I never shut the fuck up. And like, am I allowed to curse? I must be that. Am I a Gemini? I got, we got to figure this out. Yeah. Um, so like Gemini moons, we're really curious. We're really gossipy. We never shut up. And then there's a, every day has 24 hours and there's 12 signs. So every two, two and a half, um, hours, it changes rising sign. And that's like when you come out of your mother's birth canal, what is the rising sign that changes every two hours? So it's more specific. So it's like, what I say for you're mostly your rising sign day to day. Like when I, I, I say this, like when if someone comes out of the birth canal and like, you know, like say I'm a Virgo rising, like someone handed me a pair of Virgo, you know, rising sunglasses. And that's how I look at the life through. I look through life through like patterns and OCD and like routines and rituals. And then my, 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 you know, I was born under a Gemini moon, which this one was really good for me because it feels really familiar. And then I'm Sagittarius is my sun sign. And I look at Sagittarius is not to your day to day, like, cause Sagittarius is, isn't who I am day to day, day to day. I'm a Virgo. I'm very ritual and routine and rigid in certain ways. But when I when I don't feel like myself, I go to that Sagittarius energy and I say, what is Sagittarius is like? And I love to travel and I love to, you know, learn things. So it's, people put a lot of weight into sun signs, but it's really your big three that really helps out. So you need to know the whole sitch. You need to know at least those three to really get a grasp. Yeah, but then I'm like really interested in like what's your Mars and what's your Venus because Venus is like what's your love language is. Mars is how you take action. I am drowning right now. Like yeah. well, these words, I am like literally. You need a birth chart reading. It's phenomenal. Holy shit. Do people ever call you the astrological rain woman? <laughs> you are like rain man. Like I am listening to this and I'm like, what in God's name? I, I mean, no, because there's people who are a lot better than I am, but I'm really good at, I think what I'm really good at, to be honest and not to like plug myself, I'm really good plug at, away. I'm really good at practical solutions with spirituality. So I'm not like this and this and this and this, and you're stuck and you're like, how does that relate to the fact that I have like three kids at home and like, yes. I need to like get the food on the table. So I'm, I'm very and good. Your about- descriptive is modern. Like yes. you're descri- how you explain things is like a, like I just, even a few moments ago, you're like, Venus is a bad bitch. I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Now give me another like colloquial way to explain what right. you're saying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You do a really good job of that. And like you said, you know, even your whole deal is using spirituality and all of these things to like help you live a better life. Like, I think that is your end game and it always has been. That's the thing. Like people, like when people find out what I do, they're like, really? Cause I don't look like the part, you know what I mean? Like I don't quite look exactly like people who like run off and, you know, get dreadlocks and smell like patchouli and like, you know, go to the desert. Yes. Right. She's like a bleach blonde in a mini skirt. Right. <laughs> exactly. Totally. But I love that. It, like it's so authentic. That is you. That's your brand. That's what makes it so cool. Like that's why I would come to you. Yeah. And I and do. It's, it's relatable. And the thing for me is like adding spirituality to a quote unquote normal or regular practical life is, is the best part about it. It's not like, I don't need you to go, you know, sage your apartment every single day. I don't need you to have 800 tarot decks I just need you to believe a little bit and can you can you ever turn any of this off do you know what I mean like do you ever go on a date like is dating hard 
you know, yeah, because they're not paying. Do you me. ever go on a date? I didn't mean it like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, never go on dates. <laughs> oh, never. Um, no, I. I mean, yeah, they're not. They're not paying clients. So yeah, I'm like, I. I don't care. I mean, I'll intuitively know someone's weird, or um, you know, like I'll definitely get a vibe. But I, they'll be like, read, read my cards, and I'm like, you're a hundred dollars. Like, right? Yes, nothing. Reagan, 100%. I hate that you and I have jobs that are not like lawyers, doctors. I'm like, bitch, I'm not going to just do this all the time. I was joking and like my family listening to this is going to be like, we didn't mean that. Like joking, having me teach a class on the beach this weekend. What was that about? Yeah. You know? Yes. And you're like, I'm I'm on vacation. Thanks for coming to my TED talk. It was a TED talk. Like (laughs) I don't need to teach you how to do a jumping jack. Like mind your business. Yeah. Exactly. But do you, I love that question though. Like, can you turn it off? Do you... In terms of like mediumship or you being so intuitive, do you feel like on a date, random things, you get signs or you get feelings more than other people are? It's just more about being in tune. I think that's why I'm kind of a loner in a way that I'm really social, but I'm kind of a loner because like I really just want to be like where the wind blows me as I kind of want to do. I don't, I'm a Sagittarius and I'm a Sagittarius. Um, I have a bunch of other plants in Sagittarius and it's, we don't, we like freedom. We don't want to be boxed in. So I really kind of, I turn it off, but you know, I don't like to, because I like to be able to vibe. I'm just vibing guys. Tell us about a time when you were, you had a client or something and, and they expected something more out of you. I feel like in your line of work, a lot of people are like, well, like, can you talk to this person who passed or can you do this? Or have you ever been like, listen, this is what I do, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think, I think in the very beginning, it was really hard because I think people wanted, you know, an answer of something of some sort that wasn't practical. Like why, like, again, like I, that's why I don't specifically work really hard in getting in touch with like dead people. You know, mediumship is getting in touch with spirit. And sometimes it can come through people's past on loved ones, spirit guides, whatever it is. But I don't really go. Spe- sometimes I can be really specific. Sometimes I can be like, it's fucking Frank. I get the name Frank. And they're like, that was my grandfather. But I don't try hard. I, I don't want to because I think that that lives in a lot of grief. And I don't want to live in a lot of grief. I want to be able to give you tools that you can live with. And I don't. So I don't go. And it's really exhausting on the and body. You're super empathetic. So that would have been interesting. It's exhausting on the body. What do we feel about shows like TLC's Long Island Medium? I think it's great. I think that, but there's a style of person that you see in the audience. There's a style of person that um, wants the readings and I'm not that style of person. And most people who go to mediums will go like once and they'll be like, can you communicate with like somebody who's passed on? Whereas mine's more of like an ongoing, um, you know, thing that we do is just like, what, where are we moving next? What are we doing more? Like what, how do we work through this? Right. Like who's this guy, Cody, that's doing all the scribbling? I think he's great. I mean, I, th- I think he's great, but I don't want, that is too sad for me. Like whenever I would go to mediums, I'd be like, well, tell me what they want me to do. Not like, oh, hey, there's a green ring. Okay, cool. Great. I, n- I know that they know that I have a green ring. I'm like, tell me what to do. Like, tell me. And that's more of what I work in. And again, it's exhausting to do that work. I know people, really great mediums. I mean, they're tired and that's why it's very expensive. It's not expensive because it's like a trick. It's expensive because it's exhausting. It's just mentally exhausting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which I can see, but you're right. You wouldn't necessarily put two and two together unless yeah. you're like knee deep in it and you know how much goes into it. Oh, for sure. These people are killing their bodies to do this. And that's why they don't, that's why they, a lot of people quit. That's why in the past, like, and that's the thing for me is like the reason why I do what I do and I charge what I charge um, and I take it to a certain level is because like I know when we were younger, like we would go to tower card readers and they would be like 
beaten down and they'd be in like trailer parks and they'd be like, you know, be like $30. It'd be so cheap. And they'd be like living in squalor and you'd be like, she's so good. And it's like, that's horrible. You know what I mean? And they'd be like, they'd be like, they'd have tragedy and they'd be on an oxygen. I remember it was on an oxygen tank and I'd go to her. She was really good, but like, you know, she was only charging $30. And it was like, and it's like, I don't want that to be, you know, the way that it is for me and for my other um, peers in this industry. Do you see a shift in like the wellness industry and how this is now like spirituality has now become a part of wellness? For sure. For sure. And it, you can take it however level you, you want to take it. Sometimes I'm super, super woo. And sometimes I'm not like not that much at all. Um, but again, yeah, I see definitely. I mean, it's all, it's all connected. Now it's mind, body, spirit. Before it was just mind and body. Now it's mind, body, spirit. Yeah. And do you really see that shift? I think COVID brought out a whole new side of people. Do you not see that? Or do you see that? Like people want to get more in touch? Oh, I see it so much there. I see people who I've never thought would be interested in what I see people who were like, Regan's crazy. Regan's so weird. Regan changed. She's not funny anymore. She's not a party. And then they're like, three years later, they come to me and they're like, Hey, um, do you think you'd help me? And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, here we are. Like, yeah, remember I'm crazy. But I'm the one who's like chilling and like doing what I want to do and like living my dream and and relaxing. Oh my god! What's a great tip or trick for somebody who's trying to get more spiritual? I mean, this is something that like I struggle with myself. So like, what could you help me be like, Kate? You need to just like I, I know we asked you the the walks, the meditating. Is anything else coming up for you that can help people? I think the easiest thing is mindfulness, like mindfully doing things. Like even if it's like you were right, because we're always in a rush. So like opposite of that, yeah. So like even like one time I taught this guy who's not very spiritual at all, but like I taught him to like mindfully make his coffee in the morning, and he still does it to this day. Like three years later, where he just only concentrates on the coffee. Like the water is hot, and like I put three scoops in here, and like oh the coffee smells good, and like holy shit, I think I. I'm the least mindful person on earth. I just realized this. Yeah. Because well, everything like, we're doing, like two things at once. You driving know? home. You forget how you even got home. Like, yeah, th- exactly. like that sort of. Yeah. I mean, I thought my, i gotten so mindful recently that I thought my brain was broken that I started doing complex math, like um, problems in my head just to make sure. I'm, because I literally was like, oh my God. I was literally like, the sky. <laughs> I, fractions. I was walking home and I had my schedule so great where I, you know, I'm, I'm not rushing to anything where I was like, the sky is really pretty blue. That building is really nice. Oh, the grass looks really good. And then I was like, oh my God, I think my brain broke. And I had to sit down <laughs> because I was, oh my I know. And I was like, I have to sit down because I like didn't have like an hour until my next client. I could shower and get my coffee. And so my brain was really free. And then I like had to sit down on a park bench and I was like, all right, well, nine, nine times nine is 81. Um, you know, cause I was like, well, I wouldn't have gotten that right. So I would have been like, fuck, I am broke. That's not even complex either, but yeah, you get you get the drift. Tell me I got this. I need to figure out how to do that. Do do you think everyone has a purpose? Do you think things work out how they're meant to work out? One thousand bajillion degrees, like the percent, whatever. Like, yeah. Do uh, you think you can alter that path, like truly from your line of work? Like, how much is free will versus is my destiny meant to be? You know, I don't. I think the way the society's set up, it's ne- we're never fully going to get there. Besides the great ones, do you know what I mean? Like the Maya Angelou's, you know, the Oprah's, you know, the, the I'll tell you who Russell Brand is my new jam. Do you follow him? I think he's phenomenal. I do, but I have to stay away from a little bit of like the weirdness that he does because it does get fanatical and there's yeah. a lot of like, yeah, like cultish a little bit. Yes. Yes. And so I do stay like, you know, QAnon people love him too. So like I stay away from like, I try and like, but he's great. He speaks the same language. We all kind of speak the same language. Um, 
But I, I think, yeah, the greats, you know what I mean? Like there's some great people out there that really find their destiny. But a lot of, a lot of us is like, it's a really nice path when you start to get on, you know, a little bit on there, little clues along the way, a little bit of like, you know, moving or, you know, telling, you know, separating from family members who are toxic or, you know, leaving a job that sucks, you know, or just like, you know, not having kids, having kids, whatever it is, like anything that kind of like, you know, there's something inside you that knows what your purpose is. And, you know, if you can kind of ease your way over there too, or you can do crazy things, you know, and, and, and get there as well. It's, it, I think that's just an age old question. Like, I think people have such a hard time grasping, like, what is the meaning of life? Where am I supposed mm-hmm. to go? Am I on the right path? Like it, it, everyone un- underlying that must be what everyone wants to know when they come to you. Everyone wants to know their purpose, but we are so conditioned by like our p- grandparents, what they did to her, their parents, which we, they did to us. And then we're figuring out from here, but we're really open to like changing the way that it is. And, you know, it's funny because people always say like, why are you in like, when people are in corporate jobs, like I remember the biggest thing is like, and we believe it all. Like we believe, we eat it up. Like we believe it. We're like, because it, it great benefits and healthcare. And guess what? I have my own healthcare and I, and, um, I, you know, have my own retirement. So like, what do I need to be in corporate for? And it's always like, it's this weird thing that they say to you, like you must buy a house. Why? What if I want to rent for the rest of my life? What if I want to rent for the rest of my life? You have to watch severance. Have you watched that on Apple TV? Side note, that is like, so up your alley about like capitalism, corporate, like the separation. Yes. Watch. So I, Reagan, I subscribe to you 100%. Hello. First time caller, long time yeah. listener over here. But I, my biggest struggle, and remember when I was in Costa Rica and I lived yeah. there for a long time, it's so easy for me to be mindful, to do these things and, and, and to do more of what you're saying and avoid this capitalism. But when I'm here, it's so fucking hard. Do you know what I mean? Do you ever feel that? Like I, sometimes I'll read a book and I'm like, well, yeah, if I lived on a deserted island and had no problem, sure, I could be that nice to everyone. You know? You're, recognize you're human and we're flawed. And we're beautifully flawed. And if you can mix, even if you once a week, you forget, you like, you know, dig into Costa Rica, Kate. You know what I mean? The mindful thing was huge tonight. I just like can't get over that. I'm definitely like, doing too much that I'm not noticing. And you, you can know what pick I mean? anything. Like if you want to like Windex your like mirrors and be like, when I Windex my mirrors, I am Windexing my mirrors and this looks pretty. And oh, I like the way my hair looks. Like just noticing those things. Um, My mindfulness teacher, Eric, he taught us like, think of like when you're like, well, he didn't really say it this way, but like, it's like a train and like your thoughts, your thoughts are a train. They never stop. They never, so you've got to find the caboose. Do you know what I mean? And so think of this, think of you're like at a, at a, a railroad track and you know, there's a train. And the, you know, when you want to cross and there's a train and you're like, oh my God, and it never ends. And you're like, when is it ending so I can get to the other side? So for anyone to get to the other side of a problem or a decision, you need to chop it up. And mindfulness is the caboose. So you like, mindfulness is like, because your brain's like, I gotta go do this. I hate this person. I can't believe I do this. Blah, 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 blah. I, I gotta go here. And then I gotta fix this. And oh my God, I gotta pay that bill. And I'm like, I forgot to pay that bill. And then, oh my God. And then I gotta call this person back. And then you have to be like, I am just going to sip some tea. The tea is hot. It tastes good. I like lemon. And that's the, and then it stops. And then your thoughts oh my God. stop racing. And yeah, then it's the, that's for me. That that's my life. Like mm-hmm. literally six o'clock in the morning till nine o'clock at night. It's like to do list after to do list after to do list. And you're telling me, okay, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try it. Yeah. Like you can be like, mm, this water is really cold. Wow. I really I'm going to go take a sip of water, Joe. 
Who are, I think you hit on something amazing and we're getting so many gems. Um, What are your go-tos? You talked about your mindfulness teacher, Eric. Uh, Do you love The Untethered Soul? Like what are your go-to books? So The Untethered Soul was the book that like changed my life. Um, But Ram Dass is one, you know, um, The Journey of Awakening, which was about meditation, um, which, and and in that he talked about like attachments. And so when it's 2014, I read Journey to Awakening and um, that, this was even before my, my, my real big awakening, but that was, um, he, it talked about attachments and attaching to like a fantasy. And I was like, oh my God, my whole entire life is attaching to a fantasy. And I think I called in like, please help me, you know, and however I did it. And by 2015, by the year later, I started doing yoga and meditation and got into that. How much do we fight at comparison? Like how many clients do you see and you're like, holy shit, all we're ever doing is fighting each other against each other? As far as comparison goes to me, and it goes back to what I talked about when I was like 13 and my Chiron, my wound, it was like, I'm never going to be the prettiest, the skinniest, the smartest, the whateverest. And so I just was like, I just got to like myself. And yeah. when you don't compare, like non-comparison is such a freedom, is, is freedom. Like knowing what I am, like it, does, it doesn't matter. Like, are you happy? Are you safe? Honestly, the biggest thing for me is always just like, do I have a roof over my head? Do I have food in my refrigerator? And do I have like people that love me? Yeah, it's, it can be so simple, but we're so bad at seeing that. Yeah, but you just got to be like, I am who I am. I'm never going to be anyone different than I am. And, and that's it. Like, and people can talk all day long and yammer on about what they have and what the, you know, what they're looking for. And a lot of times people are just talking to talk because no one's listening. And I think when you find that and, and I feel Reagan, like even recently, I think some of this does come with age too. Like I feel lights, like spotlights of that. And mm-hmm. it's so empowering to be like, I am who I am. And I really fucking like myself. Yeah. Like that like changed the game for me. And I was like, I actually think I'm cool as shit. I really like myself. Like I'll be sitting on the couch on like a Tuesday night watching Bravo and be like, I love oh, my life. I, I love my life. Like it's great. And you know, when I'm going to wake up tomorrow, I'm going to do the best I can every single day. I'm going to try really hard. Holy shit. We need to put that on a t-shirt. People need to do that more. I love my life. I wake up and do the best I can at this life. Yeah. And then that's the it. Best I can. I try my hardest. Yeah. It's, it's just tough. Like I, I feel like everyone goes through those muddy waters though. Like comparison is, is just tough, but those moments of like euphoria, like even if they're short, it's like, shit, this is it. I think it too, like you, you think about the power of the universe. And I remember one of my saddest times in like 2015, I found a few sad times, but I remember thinking about the sun and I would wake up every day and be like, oh, the sun's there. Like how great the sun is. It's so big and amazing. It's literally how I got out. And it went and looked at the sun and I was like, I'm telling you, like, this is not like a joke. Like I was legit, like, I couldn't believe if the, if the sun came out, I believe that the sun came out for me. I was like, if the sun came out, I asked it to come out and it came out. And so I would go to work and then I would like to put a roof over my head and then I would go to yoga and then I would meditate and I would go to bed and I would be so excited for the sun the next day and that's it like I was the simplest person yeah oh my gosh so where I mean now this is a tough question to ask someone like you because you're always going with the wind going with the moon um where next where to next? So for me, I decided I... Had, or what's next? What's next? So I'm moving out of Philadelphia, which is long overdue. It's literally shocking. I'm shocked. Uh, you know, I, I actually, can see you moving 100%, but like Philadelphia without Reagan is weir- a weird Philadelphia. I don't know if I want to live we're gonna here. We're going to have to road trip. Where yeah. are we going? We're going to Miami. Oh, 
Okay. We're going to Miami. Yes, it's meant to be. I um, I just, I, I actually don't love Philadelphia. I, I don't love it. I never have. I was, I was raised in South Jersey, right across the bridge, so it's home. My parents are here. Um, I think it's a very simple city. I think it's a lot of drinking. Um, I think it's a lot of people who are not ambitious, and and I don't mean that. And like, there's a lot of ambitious here, but there's not an energy of ambition here. Um, I think the Northeast is getting really tired too. I do think you know our country's in like a really weird place, and like, energetically for me, like, why do I need to live? two blocks from like where the Declaration of Independence was signed. Like, I don't want to be around this. Interesting. I never thought of it that way. Me Shit, I literally live next to Liberty Bell. Yeah, you know, but the same, you know what I mean? I live in Six and Spruce, so it's the same. But there's a part of me where it's just like, I don't want to, I don't want to be holding up Philadelphia anymore. And I say that, and I don't mean that in like a, I just, somebody else can take the burden of making this place sunshiny and fun and, and happy and productive. And I, I, I want to, I'm going to take a break. And you guys know, cause it's the same for you guys. You know what I mean? Like we breathe, you know, the people who really love the city and love each other and love themselves really breathe a lot of life into here um, and try and make things new and innovative. And Philly doesn't really soak it up. So what, what, why Miami? So I prayed to God. I was like sad. And the sun didn't come out for 11 days straight. That was in February, uh, January, February. I'm sure you guys remember it. Yeah. I'm sure you guys remember that it was, it was tough. I had COVID. I, it, COVID does some, COVID does something weird to like your limbic system. Um, so there's all these different things that COVID does, but one of the, and it, it gets into your fight or flight and your survival. And, and I was starting to get really scared. I don't know. I, it was, I felt really weirder for COVID and I, I wasn't feeling well. And, um, the sun wasn't coming out. And I was like, I prayed to God. I said, God, please. And I was literally like, if you, you say Lexapro, I will take Lexapro. Like, I don't care, God. Like, take any. And God was like, go to Miami. And I hadn't been to Miami in seven years. So it was very random. And so I went, booked an Airbnb and a flight. I didn't tell anyone. I told my friends, but they were like, oh, we can't go with you, which is fine. I just told them, if you want to come, come. Like, I just booked it. You don't even have to pay. Like, and no one could do it. And so I was leaving two days later. I called my parents and said, I just let you know, I'm going to Miami. My, my mom goes, why don't you move there? And I was like, you're right. Why don't oh I move God, there? Why did she say that? She just was like, you love the beach. You love the sand. You're so beautiful I and happy beach. in, you know, in your bathing suit. And you just love to roll around in the sand. Like you always did. Like you just are so happy in warm right, weather. I feel like you always go on retreats. Like I always see you like somewhere. Yeah. Why don't I live with palm trees? Like why don't I live with palm trees? And you know, a lot of people talk that talk, like Kate just said earlier. And I love that you're taking action. Like, guess what? This is going to make me happier. This is the next move, my next chapter. I'm going. Yeah. You're doing it. And it, it, in astrology, right? I did the astro mapping and my Venus line and my um, my moon line, which is my home and my career all meet um, in, in Miami. So where I feel the most beautiful and where I feel most home meet in Miami. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I love this so much. All right. Even though you are leaving us, well, you're going to come back and visit. Yeah. Tell us, how do we book an appointment with you? Services? Where can we follow you? Yes. All of it. So you can follow me on Instagram at at Reagan Maria. My website is www.reagantilton.com. Um, you can email me, you can DM me. If you have my number, you can call me. Um, you can find it. Um, d- it. Actually, don't call me, text me. Uh, <laughs> but you know, JK. I'm, e- I'm easy to find. If you know, you might know someone who knows someone who knows me. So, And, and that's the joy of Philadelphia <laughs> and, and the curse. Yeah. Exactly. Everybody knows everyone. Okay, we like to end our um, interviews with some quick pop questions. Can we ask you some quick pop yes. questions? I kind of wrote down a couple new ones, Jill. Do while I? we were just okay. freestyling. Okay, what's one thing you always have in your refrigerator? Water. I don't have a very stocked refrigerator. Come on, Con- give me a little right, something. Condiments. Up. Condiments. Okay, what's your favorite sauce? Mayonnaise. 
Oh my God, Regan, I never saw that coming <laughs> from you. I love that. Barf. I hate I, mayo. Jill hates mayo. I love mayo. I Mayo makes the party live. It is like you can put add anything Spicy, to it. Yep. Sriracha to it. The honey mustard. It adds, oh, it brings, brings the flavor. I respect that. That was a great answer. Um, go to bar and or restaurant in Center City. I do not go to bars. I have probably never, I've never even went to a happy hour in Philadelphia. So I'm going to say restaurant. Ooh. I don't really have one. It's so weird. Okay, where's the last place you ate out? I was in, in New York. Yeah, uh, do we love a Mexican moment? Do we like, what's our go-to I think food? Philly has okay Mexican, but not great. Um, I honestly, like, I really love veg. You know what I mean? On special oh occasions. God, I haven't been there in a long time. I know. Don't you want to get yeah, the Yeah, I really want to go. Veg I want to go veg now. Veg is so great. Um, where would I, where would I, where I take guys on dates? PJ Clark's. Yes. Oh, okay. It's Near Washington block. Square because yeah. in case you have to walk through and get some woo-woo shit. Yeah. You know? So it's it's a block from my house and it's great and they have, you know, it's it's big and open. I So I'm a vibe person. So I like things that are big and open. If I, I need a lot of room. I need a lot of space. Um, so I just, that's a good place to like bring a guy on a date. Yeah. That's a good first date suggestion. Okay. What about this one? What is something you absolutely need to know about someone on a first date? Like what's the one question you always ask? Oh, that's tough. Like, do you ask them their sign? No, but it's it's more of like, it's not what their job is, but like how employed are they? Ha! Good one. Because you know, these clowns running around out here, we need an app. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really need to know what you do, but like, are you employed? Please check full-time, part-time internship because you're right. They try to pull one over. It's employed and like how they live. Like, do you have, do you have, an, I want you to have a nicer apartment than me. And that's really hard to find. And not that I have a nice apartment either, <sighs> but I have like, I have a two bedroom and you know, it's big. And it's like a thousand square feet. And like, do you live nicer you live than in me? your mom's basement? Yeah. You don't like how employed are you? Yeah. Or like relationships. We too. don't need those consultants part-time. We need full-time. Yeah. And it's hard to find like Philly's easy to live here and it's kind of relatively cheap. So like you don't know, but if New York city and they live in Manhattan, you're like, all right, you must do something. Exactly. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I, yeah. I, we need to know the status. Yeah, for sure. We're kind of actually mostly if if it's dating in Philadelphia, I need to know where you live, what section of the city you oh, live in. Oh, yeah. You need to live in Center City because we could go neighborhood by neighborhood. Oh my God, what does me living in Old City say about me? Oh, I love it. I mean, I live in Washington Square, so same thing. Like, oh God, we could get it. I feel like we need normal. to do a deep dive of like the neighborhood, the neighborhoods, and what that says about your astrological sign. We do. Like if we got a Roxborough kid coming up in here. Absolutely not. Yeah. That. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't, I wouldn't, I mean, I actually don't date people in Philadelphia either. I actually don't even want to date. I don't care. Yeah. No, you date, you, you like a longer distance. I like long I distance. Respect. I like long distance. I like, um, I'm, my Mars is in Capricorn. So I like a real rigid uh, finance guy. Super rigid. So what do I do if I like long distance, but I'm, so what do I do if I'm married, but I like long distance relationships lots of trips <laughs> you're right God lots of vacations um okay th jill do you want to hit her with one more rapid fire what's coming up at the top of your your head right here oh rapid fire another question okay give me like the latest thing you binged like what have what are you we watching uh oh somebody feed phil Oh, oh my what God. Somebody, yeah, tell me about somebody this. He's so tell cute. Tell me because I don't know what it's about, but everyone's It's about food. Out. So Phil Rosenthal, it's his fifth season. I'm obsessed with him. He's very adorable, cute. He wrote Everyone Loves Raymond and he decided to make like a food show with his brother where his brother produced it and he like went around. I love and, food shows. And it's Stanley great. Tucci, watching or not watching? Are you? Well, I heard he's a bad tipper. So I will, I, I, I look at him. Yeah. Up. Google see the, that? Google the gossip on him. And I'm, I'm damn. Really got, see, yeah. that's tough when you know inside of like that. Oh, that's another thing. I like good tippers 
20% all day. Uh, or more. Oh, have to oh, be yeah. nice or, to the yeah, waiter, yeah. waitress, good tipper, all of that. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or don't pay with a gift card, which has happened to me before. That gets Ugh. declined. Yeah. Nice. And they're like, I forgot to scratch off the thing and call and activate yeah. it. Like, uh, you're such a loser. Um, okay, I'm going to start watching that. That's a good one. It's really one. good. It's really good. If you watch the whole How season. many minutes? What's an episode? Like 45. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We can do that. We it's can great. do that. It's great. Okay. Regan, the people know where to find you. Yeah. You are a gem. We have to have you back on. Yeah. We'll have her back on and we'll definitely do a rapid fire card reading before you. Oh my God. Rapid I know. Fire. I can't believe I didn't bring cards. Um, I would have loved to do that. Yeah. We'll do that next time. Next time. Next yeah. time we'll do it. You all know how to book your appointment. I'm telling you, I did a birth chart reading. I got so much out of it. She is the masteress of everything. So go find Reagan. You know where to find us at Go2 Girls Podcast on Instagram. Rate us, review us. We're available wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us that five star and we're going to talk to you later. Bye, Reagan. We'll miss you. <laughs> Thanks. Bye, Bye friends. Bye.